Hello, welcome to the Echo Tips Podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about a new accessibility feature called adaptive listening. And we're also going to talk about an old technique that I used to use that very likely might still work on your Amazon Echo uh, that might help people uh, in a similar fashion as adaptive listening or kind of be another augmentation to that. But before we get into that in any sort of detail, we're going to go to a brief message about our podcast, and then I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the New Vision Program at Goodwill. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of Goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in Southwest Virginia. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a nonprofit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission services help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Echo Tips Podcast. My name is David Ward. I'm an assistive technology instructor with the New Vision program at Goodwill. And for our new listeners, we'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We have little nuggetized episodes about the Amazon Echo and hopefully new things and the like that you can learn. For our returning listeners, we'd like to welcome you back. And for both of you, we're going to mention at the tail end of the episode how you can maybe reach out to us with your thoughts and questions. Today we're talking about a new accessibility feature on the Amazon Echo line of devices that is called adaptive listening. Now, adaptive listening is designed for people that may have a, um, a speech impediment of some kind, uh, maybe uh, they've had a situation in their health that affects their ability maybe to get their words out in, in, a, in a fashion that the echo is going to pick it up all and not maybe cut off part of their utterance, maybe with a long pause or something like that. Now, this is something I've encountered a number of times uh, with our former grants where I, we, we set up nearly, I don't know, 150, maybe 200 echoes for different uh, elderly individuals in uh, the Roanoke Valley community and the like. And so sometimes due to uh, strokes or other things or other things affecting speech, um, it might be a challenge um, uh, to get your command out, your invocation out, uh, especially if it's a long string thing like, hey, a lady, uh, read, you know, uh, ask the Bible app to read Matthew chapter 5 and verse 5 or something like that, right? Uh, it may be a long string command. It may be difficult to do. So this feature may be especially useful. Now, as adaptive volume, I mean, adaptive uh, listening implies, I, I get the impression that adapting and maybe it having just not a, a fixed feature length, maybe what listens, but maybe the ability to like adjust to the user is implied. I couldn't find any documentation that backs that up, but I think it's kind of implied that it may adjust uh, to the individual. Unlike adaptive volume, however, that's a global setting. Adaptive listening has to be set to each individual echo. And in a former episode, we talked about adaptive volume, how it can adapt to the volume of the uh, the room. Uh, say there's noise going on or the dishwasher's going, it can slightly turn up its volume so that it can you can hear 
the response when you ask it, you know, what time it is or how much time is left on the pizza or something like that. So uh, adaptive listening uh, has to be set by each echo. You cannot do it verbally, otherwise I would demonstrate it right now, but you can go into your A-Lady app, and then you can go to Devices, which is near the More button in the bottom right corner. Actually, I think you can go to the More button, then Devices as well. But I usually just tap on the Devices button along the, uh, the bar at the bottom. And then you're going to go to Echoes. Then you're going to select your particular echo. Like I said, it has to be each individual echo. So in my environment, I had the Classroom Echo here in our um, ad hoc studio. I selected that, the Echo Show. And then you, and then after that, it really buried this a lot deeper. You got to hit the gear icon in the top right corner settings for that particular echo. And then you got to scroll down past general. It's going to be past follow up mode and you're going to tap on adaptive listening. It's going to give you a brief paragraph about how that works, although it doesn't say a lot and then turn it on. Now, just as an additional thought, there is the old age-old follow-up mode there you can also turn on, and that pretty much prompts her whenever you, you say the name, she's going to continue listening. Um, now, it may still cut, and I think that cuts you off after a certain number of seconds, so this may give you a little more latitude with that. But if anybody's not familiar with follow-up mode, go back to one of our previous episodes about that as well. And that's where you kind of... You can say, hey, a lady, what's 2 plus 2? And she'll say 4. And then she's listening again for you to say whatever else next. And you could say again, okay, what's 5 plus 5? And she'll say 10. And you could just do that forever, basically. Uh, and so basically, you, there at the end, you can say uh, stop or whatever. Or if eventually, I think you wait long enough, she'll just uh, stop listening. Uh, but it's it's a good long period of time. But that may be another tool, since it's still in there, that you could use to augment if you have an individual who uh, maybe is dealing with a speech impediment or the like, who's trying to use their echo. Now, here's an age-old goodie, and I will demonstrate this. And that is, I have a first-generation Echo remote control, which has a built-in microphone, and it uses Bluetooth. I say first-generation because I do believe there's at least been a second and third. There may even be a fourth now. So those newer remotes actually have built-in software and functionality, uh, that may have improved over time, or at least its reception ability. I don't know, or it's how long its uh, batteries will last due to the Bluetooth that it supports. But uh, this did change at one point, I think, but I think it has been restored. At least it's working on this old remote, and I would think it works on the new ones. Where you can, this is another alternative way to do something similar, or, or to augment your toolkit for people that may need to have these features, is there is a microphone button at the very top, and you can press and hold it like a walkie-talkie. Hold it down, and during the whole time that you're holding it down, she's basically listening until you release the button like a walkie-talkie. It doesn't stop transmitting until you release the button. And so that allows you to give a relatively long command, and... Um, and, and that might be what you're shooting for. You're basically manually telling when, when to start and stop listening. Uh, so that's that's the emphasis point. So let me give you an example here. Um, all right, let me hold the button down. Ask the Bible app to read Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. And I released. Handing off to you version Bible by life.church. Matthew 5, verse 5. 
Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Okay, so there you go. Uh, you could see that I really stretched out my pauses there with those commands, and then I released the button at the end. Now, I could tell this first-generation remote is a little laggy. That might be because it's, you know, like I said, it's an older remote and the software and the like. So you might find a better response time with a more modern uh, remote control. And I would assume this functionality... Uh, has remained constant across the different remotes. But uh, if you do have a remote handy or maybe one you can borrow from a friend and you'd like to see if that might help a family member, uh, just to see if that might help. D additionally, it allows you the functionality to be in a different room uh, and give it a command, especially if maybe you have a weak voice or the like, um, and still give certain commands. So pretty cool. And in this particular context, very fitting with uh, something like adaptive listening, follow-up mode, and this remote control. These things might augment uh, a person's ability to functionally use an Echo. I will mention tangentially that there is a mechanism for actually typing in commands and also connecting those with routines or buttons on the touch screen that are fixed so that you, know, you can just walk up and tap the button uh, and the like, or you could even type in a command, and you could do that on the A-Lady app as well. Uh, so those are things, too, if somebody maybe is, uh, I, I mean, even if you had laryngitis or something, um, and you needed to do certain things on a regular basis or whatever. But uh, anyway, just thought I'd mention that. So if you'd like to uh, share your thoughts or comments about the podcast, feel free to reach out to Goodwill Industries of the Valleys on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, also, maybe even about sponsorship uh, opportunities, ways to support the podcast. We'd appreciate to hear more about that as well. Uh, I will mention, though, that Virginia, in, uh, Virginia uh, Board for the Blind and Vision Impaired uh, started to uh, support us through a grant, and so we really appreciate that support. If you'd like to uh, uh, reach out to us with those questions and maybe uh, features, we're going to be getting in some new equipment in here, so hopefully we'll be able to demo the newest and greatest things, especially on the Amazon Echo Show line of devices. Uh, we'll hopefully be demoing those soon. Anything that jumps out at you, feel free to reach out to us about that. Well, until uh, next time, it's time to turn on the ears on your Echo. If you had had to shut them off, because you probably know that I often ask you to do that, uh, start practicing some of the many things that you've learned. I'm David Ward for the New Vision Program, and we thank you for listening. Thanks, Dave. In conclusion, let me tell you a thing or two. This episode is brought to you by New Vision at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys, and it is also made possible in part by a grant from Community Foundation serving Western Virginia. And there's more. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in southwest Virginia. For more information check out our website at goodwillvalleys.com slash newvision with no spaces. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a non-profit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission programs help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Thanks for listening. <laughs>